That's a good conversation. That's a good conversation. Because there's another part to that, too. And just like the what we always talk about when it comes to perception. Um, and that video that came out about the, the chick and like what and that, that chick on that podcast, or whatever, about the guys that do nine to five. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. Hold yeah. on. What, before y'all get into that, because that's that's about to get good. Please don't forget that because I do it every time. Please don't forget that, G. Yeah. Perception, perception, perception. So meet the Brave Podcast. I'm Monty Draper. I'm LG. Hello. <laughs> Lex- <laughs> I'm still struggling. <laughs> Lex is here, and it's our 100th episode. Make some motherfucking noise. Hey. <laughs> but I did it like it was hella people in the room. <laughs> Happy 100th, fellas. Um, we here. Um, yes. Um, How's everybody's energy? After this coffee, I'm going to be legit. Yeah, I'm already feeling great. <laughs> I told you, last episode. Job back, mic. I get headphones next episode. I'm getting raises, baby. Building. Raises. Raises. That's crazy. <laughs> um, Building. Man, uh, uh, we got a lot to get to. We are talking about perspective and, and a really good point. Uh, I'll leave that front. I'll, I'll leave that lead in on the front so we could talk about that in more depth. Um, but first of all, L came up with a kick-ass idea to sort of celebrate our listeners, and it was brilliant because, at least to me, uh, to me it was it was brilliant and stood out because so often um, we can get so far removed from what sort of dis- determines success in a content-based space, and and that is to have people to fucking care about anything you say and do and. So came up with the idea to extend it out to our listeners and sort of get their feedback and their input and their and their thoughts about us making it to the hundredth. And on top of some of the people that we like, like don't get me wrong, like expectations, all that shit. But I there was a certain group of people that I expected to 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 chime in and say something and have some thoughts, and they all exceeded. Killed it. They killed it. But then there were people that I didn't know mm-hmm. that that really blew me away. Mitzi, mm-hmm. who was Mitzi? Uh, she's a friend of mine. She's uh, she's uh, she's in like the political sector, but she does a really good job of uh, doing a lot of the stuff in our local area. See, or so she's our she's our insider looker and see, knower of things. So. But see that I think that's why her feedback jumped out the most to mm-hmm. me, like hit me because I I didn't have any I had no context at all, and I was like, yo, this is this is crazy, you yeah. know, um, and. Uh, my, my my mom, your mom wrote us a really dope note um, on on IG. I feel like we should read Auntie's uh, too, because that was that was just powerful. And then because everybody's coming from a different sort of perspective and and context on on you and I's relationship and uh, my affinity for shit like this and and for us to be here. And then and then there are the people that have been calling all morning. That I had no idea cared. Freak just called us right before we started the show. Yes, sir. And I knew I, I had an idea that he listened, but I didn't know for real that Freak was listening. Uh, so shout out to Kariga, Shay, Lige, JoJo, Mitzi, uh, Martina, um, Kendall, and Kayla. Their video was hey. awesome. Uh, Dill said that was like take nine or whatever. So that was really dope. Uh, Morgan's been texting all week. Travis hit us this morning. Uh, coffee bullshit. Uh, podcast show one of my favorite shows to listen to um i'm missing somebody dylan neeks was awesome um damn said reed yeah we're here man 
any 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 thoughts for you, G, as we as we as we are jumping over that that uh into a new threshold of a hundred episodes? Yeah, man. Um it's a big milestone. Uh definitely wanna it's a big appreciation for everyone that, you know, has been along for the ride, has um you know, been there for some more wilder moments, um, and then some more uh, more introspective mm-hmm. and reflective moments mm-hmm. as well. So you kind of just been through the entire uh, kind of massaging through a lot of the thoughts that we have, um, and it's just an appreciation. I think there it's a running insight uh, thing with everyone. Yeah. Uh, so as another person adds on to the crew. Uh, then you get more pieces of us, um, and we get more pieces of y'all as well. So it's about it's just a part of it's just a part of bringing our community together, uh, bringing everyone together as much as possible. It was a really cool one from um, I can't remember who it was, but I was talking about um, you know our uh, pod is, was able to you know get them through. Um, a certain period of time uh, mm-hmm. when things were going on, but our consistency of the kind of hit on Monday, Mon- yeah. Jojo, I appreciate yeah. you. Um, on Monday, that that came back, came back around, and mm-hmm. it just helped out through that time. So yeah. uh, that's really, you know, that's not always what we set out for, but <laughs> it's like a cool thing to know that that's a part of what we're doing. So that's all that stuff is really dope. Yeah, because uh, we have a good time, man. We have a good time. We we would do this anyway. Facts. <laughs> so. Uh, the fact that we're able to record it and uh, put it out to everyone um, and people grasp onto it and acknowledge it is is super dope to see it kind of grow from there. Man, um, Lex, I know um, I know the, the the us figuring out the groove for the for the video and what have you has kind of left you in a space. And, 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 I, and I think I talked about it initially in, in giving the listeners context on who Lex is. In reference to the show, his his creative genius, um, but as a friend, somebody as a friend, a brother that I consider a brother and family, especially considering the time period of my life when we met each other, I was going through a significant trans- transition and fully committing myself to to art. Um, I had just moved back home and was sort of figuring out that flow, that dynamic between family, um, not having a, 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 a um, traditional nine to five and sort of uh hustling not because it wasn't it it, everybody struggling but it was like a a hustle redirecting and refocusing repurposing the hustle to figure out how to sustain um having my life be centered around art and creativity and lex was one of the first people um when i moved back here that i was able to bond on that specifically with and having these outlandish sort of elaborate ass ideas and lex be like let's just do it um and one of the first projects we worked on together was a video called Global. Um, I was the, the, the first project I recorded when I moved back home, I did it with Half Black. And it was, it, it means a lot. It meant a lot to me and it still means a lot to me to this day because it was sort of the, it was sort of the, the validating stamp to the people around me that I was serious about this. Right. So not on, not, not, it, it, it didn't, it didn't sell a whole bunch. It didn't stream a whole bunch. That shit ain't even on the internet no more. But it was everybody around listening going, oh, this thing is for real. And one of the songs that caught everybody immediately was a record called Global. And Lex, myself, we sat down and came up with this crazy treatment. And then Lex would come to 
KC's barbecue and storyboarded that motherfucker scene by scene and got every single piece we needed, every every assistant, every lens, the lighting, everything, and made that shit come to life with zero budget, with absolutely no money at all. Um, and that was sort of the beginning of like, damn, Bruh's special. He thinks about things on a different level. So when it came time to do the do the pod, he's like, yo, nigga, let me do video. And because I consume so many shows, G, whether it be Rogan, Joe, Brilliant Idiots, Tax, whatever, you name it. I'm looking at them and I'm like, yo, I know they, uh, uh, um, Bill Simmons in the BS report. I'm like, yo, they got, they got a significant budget to be at least be able to take care of the people that are doing that. Cause like the editing and shit is one thing. You coming up and allocating your time every week and, and shit that is around is a, is something separate than what we do. Filming this motherfucker, lugging his equipment around and editing the shit is, is beyond anything I would ever ask anyone to do pro bono. And, and so out of sheer ego and shit, I wouldn't hit Lex about the show. I wouldn't be as organized and strategic. And Lex like, hey, just give me a time, guys. Give me time, location. I'll be there. And, and like, bro, I can't pay you. He's like, nigga, I didn't ask you that. And so the inconsistency with the video had nothing to do with Lex, had nothing to do with G. It was me trying to figure out how to get out of my own way um, and just do something because we believe in where it's going. And now we're at 100th. And... And dialed in and making it consistent, and and Lex is more gung ho than ever. Like nigga, let's just do it. So I I feel like that needed to be said in order to provide context on who you are, not just in relationship to the show, but to me. So my nigga, I fuck with you. You know, I had to make it. Uh, I had to make it macho at the end because it was getting mad mushy and shit. That was beautiful. <laughs> I got the one tear like the Indian when you used to see the trash. You be standing by the recycling bin. And the one tear just streaming. Oh, but at the same time, L, you heard that. Yeah. I got fired over ego. Mm. Oh, here you mm. go. Here you no. old, old wounds come right back up, man. It's, it's, it's back. I'm over here trying to be honest and shit. Nah, nah man. Just throw it in my face, man. Hey, man. Throw it in my face. Oh. Nah. It wasn't long enough ago. <laughs> exactly. It still hurt. It's still fresh. Lex, but do you, have, do, you, do you have anything that you would like to say? Man, honestly, I'm a fan first. I used to listen every Monday. I used to hit Monty like after. I used to hit L on Instagram just yeah. like, hey, you killed this segment, dog. And so dope. me being a part of it and then being fired <laughs> and then being rehired, it's like, it's a great feeling. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. I hope everybody's enjoying the videos. Yeah. And Lex is a part of the whole crew as far as like the stick to itiveness of it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because. Yeah. Like you said, the being fired and hired and then, uh, you know, just moving on from there, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Just It's just, we just don't quit on it. So, you yeah. know, it's, it's dope. No, it's dope. I, um, and it's all jokes and fun. That's what, that's what yeah. it is. But and then, we, them yeah. niggas mean all that shit. Uh, no, the, the, the one thing I... I hey, Monty said it. I didn't say it. <laughs> the one thing I absolutely wanted to get across was... Um, was was space and and this being sort of the new new frontier or the the um the new gold rush if you will um a lot a lot of the ways like television and 
and music when when something when 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 something comes along and, and is as game changing as podcast is and and can cover such a wide range of different um, subgenres. So whether you need you need um, you need your politics fulfilled, you need your sports fulfilled, you need long form entertainment, you need short form entertainment, you in the cooking, you in the stocks, nigga. There's a podcast for everything, um, and. We talked about. It. I'm a. I'm just a super fan. First of shows and to be at a hundred. To be a fan is what puts being at a hundredth episode into context. Um, how hard that is. Um, how many shows are working with zero, absolutely zero budget for the first two hundred episodes, for that matter. Um, sort of just a proof, a proof of concept, if you will. A really, a really in depth. Um, proof of concept and that's what we're we've delivered and so in lieu of that um, I I would like to highlight and honor some of the shows that inspired me Um, I'm wearing I'm wearing my Joe Budden podcast hoodie right now on complete accident I just looked down and was like oh shit Um, (laughs) but because we because we make fun of Joe and them so much but the model in which that he and um, he Rory Maul Parks, uh, um, uh, uh, Rosenberg initially, uh, Madi initially, um, that they came up with and sort of went through a similar thing of just figuring out their ebbs and flow. So salute to them. It's all fun and games. Uh, the Flip the Script podcast with Queens Flip and DJ G Money. Salute to them niggas. Tax Stone, man, a pioneer for real. Um, Joe Rogan, a pioneer for real. Mark Marin. Pioneer for real. It's the real Bodega Boys. Uh, Mark Marin with the WTF podcast. I said I did say his name, but the WTF podcast was one of the first ones. Rosenberg and Cipher Sounds uh, with Juan Epstein. Combat um, Jack. Combat Jack. God bless his soul. Uh, and the whole loudspeakers network. Uh, Chris Morrow and all of them. Uh, a King. Everybody over there um, really built something to to show, especially creatives of color how to have a voice and how to how to have ownership and and tell stories and and whatever it is if there's something that moves you and something that you're inspired by we now have an outlet and a means to share that with the world um if we so if we if we if we if we are dedicated and and are are lucky enough to to find a group of people that are down with you through that to, to see that through so that's where I'm at right now and don't want that to be lost on having an incredible circle. Poe isn't here, but Poe is hella instrumental in the, in the show being here. Um, DJ Flow, uh, Chris Santos, my brother, thank you for showing me the ropes and in, 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 in the, the basic tools to build an infrastructure as Miles as well. Miles and Chris alone are the reason the show exists um, and just sort of holding my hand through the beginning stages. Um, Sal, thank you, brother, for... for a lot of the 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 you know the the branding early like the, the from the artwork and and show openings and all this little shit that just costs so much fucking money to do and uh Chris and Miles with the consulting is that that's a that's a firm fee immediately uh Sal branding consulting that's a firm fee Lex everything you're doing is a stupid fee G everything you doing Poe like so I thank all of y'all um and especially um our day one and consistent, only contributing sponsor, Northwest Pizza. Morgan, thank you. 
um, for everything. Yes, big like, ups to you, man. Yeah, Appreciate man. you. Um, and we're here. So I think that was uh, how how we do. That was good. That was good. That was good. Hey, you covered it, man. <laughs> I see you. I see, <laughs> you did your thing. I see you. You saw you, you saw know? you've done that before. <laughs> um, I don't want I because I always do it. I always do it. I was like, yo, we gonna get back there. We never get back there. Can we please go back to the discussion we were having? Um, yeah, before. Lex need to kick it off though with the part that he started off with because that's the only reason why I bounced to the next part. So, do you remember what you were talking about, Lex? Oh, I was having a conversation. It was sometime last week or the week before. And I was conversating with somebody and they didn't understand the idea of like if there's an older sibling and a younger sibling and the older sibling hustles and he sees the younger sibling is getting to that age Mm. where he's 13, 14. He need money, but moms, pops, you know, they don't have the money to get the get the new Jordans and everything. So the older sibling comes in is like, this is this is the way I make money. And it's probably going to be, due to our circumstances, this is probably going to be the way you're going to start to make money. Mm -hmm. And basically give them the tools to hustle Mm -hmm. and show them how to do it. Right. And do it correctly. And hopefully, like, this will be your best journey for you not to go to jail or to get killed. Like, this, like, basically show them the ropes to maneuver in the concrete jungle. Yeah. And then what was the, what was the beef? Basically. The response was that yeah, misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah, the response was that to them that makes no sense. Like they looked at it like the older sibling is basically telling the younger sibling taking them down the wrong road. Yeah, taking them down the wrong road, basically just handing them off to jail. Mm -hmm. And they didn't understand that in certain certain circumstances, the older siblings look at it like I'm watching out for him. Mm -hmm. I'm showing him that because I I feel like the older sibling, the only thing they're thinking is. He either going to learn it from me or he either going to learn it from one of his partners who don't know everything that I've went through or he going to learn it from the next nigga who going to take advantage of it. Wow. Yeah, that that goes back to the topic of the um of, ra- of being raised by your element. Um uh, That shit got that, that, that raised got by the environment. Feedback. Yeah, that got a the, lot of feedback. By the environment because um I mean, it's one thing to be on the outside looking in and saying that, you know, that's the wrong way to do things. Hmm. Um, I don't I don't sign up for there being a right way f- for any one situation. Uh, there's multiple ways to get to whatever result you're trying to get to. And just hopefully whatever lane you end up on is not does not lead to your demise. But truth be told, it's going to you have to do something, though. Yeah. And everybody's lane is it going to be um, <laughs> we're going to put you we're going to put you on the straight and narrow and. You know, you're going to go to do work nine to five or whatever like that. Uh, But my alternate part to that was the perception that we talk about Mm. and um, really the part that was being looked out for is knowing that you look up to me and you will end up doing that anyway and just hope just would rather you know from my angle as opposed to somebody else teaching you those type of ropes and then us becoming in a way enemies with the same blood you know what i mean because that's a high possibility you know what i mean and then also knowing that this is our element and within our element you are easily influenced by uh what's 
the opposite sex or whatever your preference is interested in as well. Hmm. So you're going to go even harder to get those things. Um, So for a lot of people, the nine to five route, we talked about it with the, with the lady on the podcast uh, that says she's no damn well, no, no damn way. She's going to be messing with somebody with nine to five, rather somebody be hustling, getting that quick money so they can pay it so they can give it to her. You know what I mean? Like that. She got killed for that, but I, I fucked with her honesty. It's truth. It's truth. Because uh, it's a lot of people that subscribe to that that just would never say it. Mm-hmm. But she just, she said it, she got killed for it. And, you know, it, you just got done saying it, though. Like, what? who was to say her mentality is right or wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get it universally. Not, yeah. Universally, we go, yo. But there was a part of me that was like, I fuck with you for being that honest. Completely. I, yeah. Completely. I, I, I agree as well. And what I always think about in these type of situations is that, I think we, when we have these conversations, and especially social media does not help with this, hmm. is that you're bringing a topic, a topic to the forefront uh, with people with all these different background experiences, hmm. and they're trying to comment and comment on it. But when it comes when it comes down to it, you are still approaching it or moving a moving moving about it as if that's your philosophy as well. Hmm. Which which is which is damaging. Um, it's it's a lie for one, to to the majority, uh, but it becomes what the the popular opinion is like. So I always think about it like we have our circle of friends, right? Yeah. Everybody has their individual preferences, but there's a possibility that somebody will undermine themselves in order to go along with the rest of the group um, in regards to what their preference is on uh, choices on like a a woman, you would say. Hmm. We don't all have the exact same um, philosophy when it comes to women. Uh, But in order to not be left out, you will act as if that is your philosophy as well. And it's damaging for yourself because it puts you back, you know what I mean, in your own progression when you act as if, that is somebody that you're interested in. Sure. Like the like the lady that's talking about the nine to five quick hustle shit. I wouldn't bat an eye at thinking about that being my type of person. Yeah. But common the the uh, the, the common landscape would be like what has done things outside of what their own philosophy is in order to get the acknowledgement of somebody with that mentality. It doesn't have to be her. Damn, it's going to be somebody with Damn, somebody that they're interested in that they look at and they visually like that has her mentality that will do things outside of their own philosophy in order to get, gain her acknowledgement. And that shit is ass backwards to me. You're you're diabolical. Super, bro. Because no, 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 no. I'm, I'm only pointing that out because. Deep down somewhere inside of me, like I felt exactly like that and had no way of putting that thought together. Hmm. No way of putting that thought together where her perspective ain't is not a reflection, doesn't have to be a reflection of you unless you make it do with you, bro. Yo. But everybody because I, I was gonna come in here and talk about that actually. I didn't put it on my damn uh, list, but uh um, damn man. But uh I'm fucked up right now. it's possible it's possible that you can outgrow like your friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. We know that part, right? But we can have friends where we continue to be around each other 
um, and kind of mold ourselves kind of close to the same um, molding a little bit. Hmm. But you learn something different. They learn something different. And it throws off the balance. You're not able to bring that back together much, but you still stick around. And it holds both of your progressions back because neither one of you can, it's both of your blind sides to see the other one, but y'all so close together that you don't voice it to each other. You know what I mean? So now you guys are both stuck, not doing what your pro, what your uh, purpose is due to the fact that, ah, I don't understand that. So nigga, don't do that shit or nigga. I don't understand that. So this this isn't how you say it. Mm -hmm. It's how you're coming across. Without like and and you love you you care about that person so much because they're like you know day day one day twos day whatever day might possibly be, but it's thrown off, off of the simple fact that y'all are friends, and y'all not y'all not having a conversation that nigga I've grown to something and else an unfiltered conversation an unfiltered conversation what is what is it about what is it about the people we're closest to and our our inability to have an unfiltered dialogue. I, the part that the mm-hmm. part that's always really confused me in relationships specifically with like the opposite sex or or my niggas for that for that mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. Um and by the opposite sex I mean somebody that I'm dating. I don't right, right. I don't mean that as a general statement. Right. Cuz cuz what's what's ironic as fuck? Mm-hmm. The women who I've had an intimate relationship with without the title I'm able to talk to one filtered to mm-hmm. and the best of friends. Mm-hmm. We, we, no ha- we have, we have, we have it. We have an understanding of one another's intent to a degree that is, that is beyond me. Mm-hmm. Um, and with my niggas and, and the only, and, and fuck, this is, this is fucking me up. Mm-hmm. So with you, with Poe, with freak, all of our dads, family and all, them niggas were best friends at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom was telling me shit about, or your dad was telling me shit about him and my dad. And I was like, wait, y'all was rocking like that? Like, I had no idea. I thought it was just like some brother-in-law shit. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, that was my man. Like, me and, me and your pops and did some shit together. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And then Poe was hipping me to the fact that when your dad left for the service, him and my dad, his dad and my dad got hella cool. Mm-hmm. And then everybody knows how freaking my dad get down. Mm-hmm. But then there's a relationship between your dad and freak dad that I had no idea about. Right, right. And now I'm fast forwarding to us being third in our thirties and how distant our dads are. But every time I every time I'm with my dad and your dad called me, like, man, tell my nigga I miss him, man. Mm-hmm. And my dad'd be like, Man, tell your uncle, man, that's my nigga, man. He like they'll they'll close their eyes and reminisce about some shit mm-hmm. that that they'll never speak on. Mm-hmm. And um, when you when you Poe and I had our our little falling out, the only thing I kept thinking about was how close we all are, and how and how the distance was existing beyond something that was that was that was being filtered. Right, right. And I've seen y'all in some of the most most tense situa- situations. And for what, and again, this goes back to love language. And for whatever reason, my love language is niggas that when it get tense, nigga get 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 sick. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I fuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that means 
that means because I know you I know you guys' intentions are never to never to hurt me, fuck me over, or whatever. Like we didn't been through some shit together. So that like check that off. I know where your intentions are. Completely. I know niggas I know niggas' hands work. All right, bet. So if we need to fight it out, niggas can fight it out and be over it. Bet. Completely. Like all of that can happen. So why am I not having an unfiltered conversation with niggas that I claim to fuck with for real? Completely. I, I, that's, and that didn't have nothing to do with nobody else but me. Mm-hmm. And I start, but then I start looking at all of my relationships with people that matter the most and how, how filtered every, all the information and something that was being lost in, tra- that, that, the movie Lost in Translation made sense because it's like the people we're closest to, nigga, we don't give a chance to have, the, the, to have access to the unfiltered truth. Completely. And, and I'm, I'm finding myself being way more tethered to and way more attracted to people that can just be like, keep it a buck from the rip mm-hmm. and finding those people a lot more. Shout out to Felicia and Kariga, the, the Baileys. Those two people are incredible. And the dialogue that I've had, like, cause I hope, I hope they don't hate me for this, but it's, it's the truth and just what I've observed from spending time with them. There's a dynamic of where, because Reeg is who Reeg is, and he, like, Reeg don't even be going out his way to do extra shit, but Reeg is just, he just gives off that energy. Dog is just, he can't, he can't help it. Mm-hmm. And so, there's a, there's a, there's a Reeg and Fee thing that people naturally do, but, nigga, when you start talking to Fee, just Fee by herself, holy shit. Like, she, she's tapped into something completely different, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's it's truly fascinating. And I've been lucky. I've been fortunate enough to to experience them Separate separately and together. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! You know, but it's but it it's the it's again it's a it's a it's a it's an unfiltered sort of thing where it's like ain't it isn't gauged upon whether how somebody's judging me what people are gonna say it's just this, this this pure confidence of people moving in in their truth and their faith and that's back to that the the young lady on that video talking about y'all I'm, I'm, niggas I don't fuck with niggas that work nine to five I did I had for whatever reason it didn't land the way everybody like I was reading the comments and how everybody felt and then I saw what Poe said Poe was like show me where to lie at and that and it was like it was like oh that's why y'all my niggas for real because I, I I watched that and it was like I'm not what's what's I don't see what the issue is mm. I didn't take it personal because I probably would never know her no way yeah. like I just she just wouldn't come up on my like we we would probably vibe on something else exactly but it what are the odds and mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't do anything outside of me to then attract her but I I wouldn't have been able to say that unless you just said it just now G that was brilliant about and because it's a, it it leads to a larger discussion of i'm because you know what i'm still tight about hmm. i'm still we were i was cooking last night it's just me nana's gone so just me and team and and it was like like some late night shit i'm uh the air fryer nigga i'm making fries and uh shrimp at like 10 30 like nigga in here geeked i know hey. my neighbor was like bro this nigga's wilding <laughs> but i had a written testimony on loud oh shit and for all the people that's like, oh, this nigga Jay killed Jay Elect. Last night, for whatever reason, even more so than I already thought, was like, oh, y'all just don't get it. Mm. Like, y'all fully just don't understand Jay Elect, and he would go over y'all heads, and he would miss y'all anyway. And I was, my, my feelings in and around that album were reconfirmed last night 
just because I was like, oh, he's t- he's tapping into something completely different and is subscribing to that whole thing of like my whatever I got the whatever anybody has to say don't have shit to do with me and it's something it's a gift it's a gift that I want for every artist but especially the artists that I know that were going out of their way to be like oh this J, this nigga J Elect I want that I want that I want that feeling for artists to be able to create and not be attached to critics critics comments in a in a negative light or even in a positive light for that matter because none of this shit really has nothing both, to do with you both for sure you know um, that goes across the board though that yeah. goes across like that's for creatives that's for hmm. that's for you just in your daily life right. you know what I mean because right. what folks is out here doing is that they're too worried about what everybody thinks about what's going on in their lives Man. and then even worse you're too worried about what's going on in everybody else's lives. So at what point are you putting attention into what's going on in your own life? You know what I mean? Like that type of shit is it, 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 it doesn't click correctly for yourself to be able to live in the type of bliss that you act as if it is your ultimate goal. You'll never reach that motherfucker, bro. Like yeah. you'll never reach it at that rate. Yeah. Um, where you're not giving enough attention to yourself yeah. without, with, without anyone having to, uh, having to, what is it, uh, justify or even put a stamp of approval on it. Like, my name, how the fuck are you going to put a stamp of approval on my life? <laughs> <laughs> and, how, and how dare I even wait for you to put a stamp of approval on my life, bro? Like, with hella vig- with hella vigor, though. I'm confused. You know what I mean? But... That's a great that's a great topic, Les, because uh, because it's real, man. I'm dealing with it. I'm dealing with it right now. Uh, I've been dealing with it, but I'm definitely dealing with it right now. Where I look at my family as two separate entities. I have my dad's side and I have my mom's side, and I've never actually voiced this part. But we have a podcast, so fuck it. Um, have you? Has it always been like that? Huh? Have you always viewed it like that, or is this recent? I have no, I have no choice but to, just because the two sides are so polar opposites. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I have to visualize it that way. But I'm saying, have you, have you always visualized it that way? Or is it? Have you just? Are you just? Um, I started getting privy to it when I was younger, just because I, you know, our relationship when we was younger was that I would just like come in over week on the weekend every yeah, once in yeah, a while. You know what yeah. I mean? So like. I naturally had it where I was mostly on my mom's side of Facts. the things, you know what I mean? And I don't I come into the, what, that side. What's crazy is that's absolutely true. And I never, it it always felt, it always felt like you were around, but when you were with big mama, you were directly around the corner from grandma Ellis house. So it was like, well, oh, Ellen, right around the yeah, corner. So yeah, it was like, yeah. If we were at we were if we were at our grandmother's house and we were there, but if we were at our our dad our your mom's your mom's mom and my dad's mom, nigga, we was like five feet away. wasn't wasn't far away. From and our your mom and my dad's middle sister were partners, partners. Yeah. So it's like it's this weird sort of like I don't know, man. Go ahead, my bad. My it bad. is it know. is man. It's my super bad. weird, but like. I have two different sides and like it's it's only two different sides like personality wise. Yeah. So like my dad's side of things are like so close knit. 
uh, they'll bring in somebody off the off the street and be like uh, auntie or this uncle, your, or uncle. <laughs> bro. Like it'll be somebody like your cousin or something like that, bro. Like they're just so like they bring so many people in, you know what I mean? And like it's just love constantly, you know what I mean? So they just know a lot of fucking people. Um, and then my mom's side is so closed off. It's more of like a, um, it's more of like we a, all we got type. Not even, not even that. It's more of like a. It's kind of like a. It, it's it's a it's a very judgy area, you know what I mean? Mm. Like I I hate to put it that way, but it's like a it's like a side where, uh, you have to kind of prove yourself every single day mm. in order for like love to be a thing, you know yeah. what I mean? So like I have those two sides, but I spend so much time on that side. So like I have like naturally me inside. I look I I have to look at folks and I have to understand folks first. And I have to uh, get a get a grasp on like what your intentions are first and foremost. Wow. You know what I mean? Before like anything, you know that about yourself. I know that about myself. I I it was something I was struggling with for so long mm. because I just thought it was all fluid. You know what I mean? Just being ignorant to this whole fact, fluid. Um, I can be the glue, bring everybody together. Look at how everybody comes together for these games and blah blah blah. You know, completely stupid. None, none of these things even like this. It's not. It's no real truth to it. Wow. Um, but this I say I said I'll. today, bro. Hey man, one hundredth man. Yeah, yeah, one hundredth man. How they say it on NBA Jam? He's on fire. <laughs> Yo. Hey man, I'm open in the corner, bro. Come fuck with me. <laughs> Let's nah, but Andrew real quick. <laughs> man. Nah, but um, I say all that to say, like, basically, um, when going back to the original part of this conversation, mm-hmm. uh, we don't have any right way of going about things, but we're all acting as if there's only one way to do things, and we're all looking at that one way, and we're all so fucking unhappy at mm-hmm. the fact that we can't obtain that one way because mm-hmm. it's not it's not according to our interior makeup. Yeah. Um, that there's no real true way to get to happiness unless you're truly doing what it is that you like to do. So if that shit, if that's that street shit, if that's what you know, and that's what you're privy to, and you're okay with the consequences and the repercussions, then who the fuck am I as somebody that is taking a different road to be like, nigga, how dare you? How should, how should I turn my nose up to you? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like my nigga, you live in your truth. You know what I mean? And yeah. and hopefully you live long enough to find another truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in the meantime... Hopefully you live long enough to find another truth. Bro, you don't have just one. My nigga, your truth continuously evolves, my nigga. Hell's like showing out today. There's more. There's plenty more. We just got to stay alive long enough and hope that we don't do enough dirt that we have so much demons on our soul that we can't, you know, come back from that shit. Yeah, my bad. I no, kinda, no, kinda, no. I kind of nah. Went, talk went that da- shit. Went down the whole road on that one, but yeah, but last, last, so this is that was. I think that's what I was getting to that JLX point. So I'm yeah, listening yeah. to, I'm listening to to a written testimony last night cooking, and one of Hove's bars that stood out to me initially stood like hit me in the face last night. Yeah. Um, that guilt that guilt trip ain't gonna work. Don't put your luggage on we. You ain't keeping that same. You didn't keep that same energy for the Duponts and Carnegies. Mm. We was in your cotton fields. Now we sitting on bees. That's on me. Like mm. that, that the shit that people celebrate, celebrate mm. 
the shit that gets enshrined and gets a Carnegie Hall and all these different things that get named after people that are built on like crime. Like right. a lot of their fortune and their family, their family fortune is built on some sort, some sort of crime that something that's identified and known as a crime. And Bro. we, and we collectively celebrate it as a country. Bro. And now people like your free freeway, Ricky Ross. If somebody don't build a statue with that nigga, mm. like I get it. They're like, Oh crack. He's like that nigga figured out. He figured out some shit. I know that. I know that's controversial. Cause it's like, you, it killed our people. I'm, I'm not even, I'm, I'm, on that part I'm not touching upon that part and you probably can't compartmentalize it the way I'm trying to, but it's the, it's the same sort of regard when you talk about some of the, the Rockefellers and people like that, That's that all. we know that we know we collectively know we are enter in discussion about these people's legacies that is built on the displacement, the murder, the torture, the rape, the pit, there's the, plenty of blood the, on these hands, plenty bro. of blood on the hands and the money. And they're enshrined and talked about and is so far removed and we discussed their legacy. We talked about that. We talked about that one of those times when I was talking about the uh, like what um, like what Jay-Z means and uh, how he could transition the way that he did. Mm. Besides the fact of looking at, you know, all business as what you've been doing as yeah. far as in the in the drug game. Yeah. But also the connections that you make, the higher you go up. Y'all, con- y'all connect as if y'all have been distant brothers for the longest because mm-hmm. of there's no difference between the type of shit you had to do on the streets from what the fuck they're doing in this white collar shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. none of that shit is different from each other. Yeah. It's all under the table, uh, uh, dirty shit, bro. Like it's all muddy. You know what I mean? All of that shit is it has a combination of that. And there's a lot of people that are casualties of that war. But as long as you just have to, you're, as long as you're on the same side of that, you're, like, you're going to have business partners for life. And that's what Jay-Z has. Like Jay-Z is so connected off of a lot of people that have the exact same mindset. And when, when he walks into a room, it don't matter what he look like, what he's known for, blah, blah, blah. When he walks in that room and he starts talking, they are speaking the exact same, same language. language. And that's just impressive. It's a it's a it's a different it's a different sort of gear and a different sort of space to occupy. And and again, people's truths and perspectives don't have shit to do with me. So I get I get people's disdain for capitalism as a whole, and then how they group hove into that and and don't fuck with them. I get I get it completely. Um However, I go, are we not looking at the landscape of what continues to take place in this particular country? Um, the war that exists on a particular group of people still um, and the resources will need to obtain to even have a fighting chance in this war. Um, that's how we that's how we get here. Our cousin Shay. I love you, Shay. She called. Uh, talked to Shay. I talked to Shay for a really. That's my girl. Like, um, that's my girl for real. She knows. She knows it. But we. I called her. I was. I was just missing. I think because I. Not. I think I was supposed to be go to go to DC for for a couple of days or so just to go clear my head reset because it's a different reset when you out in Virginia. Not even DC. They live in Virginia. Hmm. Um, I love Virginia. So it's. I do, I do too. It's I love that Virginia. the air hit a little different. 
it's a, it, it's a it's far enough from the city to where you can like be off the grid, but then you can just drive in the city and get into some shit. So it's a really good sort of duality when you out there. But we talked for about an hour um, yesterday morning, um, or was it day before? Day before, uh, Friday morning, and just just catching up, shooting the shit, and we we somehow we stumbled into the conversation of of faith and religion and all this shit. Mm. And I was explaining to her sort of, she asked, she asked, she was like, yo, she's like, I know a written testimony mean a little something different to you. So talk to me because you've been on that. You've been on that. God is our black people are the chosen people for sure. Like, what does that mean to you? And I was like, yo, on the, on the pure, remove everything you want to talk about and debate with your, your parents and grandparents and all that shit about their affinity and their tether and why they're tethered to religion. Black people gotta be, we gotta be the chosen people for, for one simple fact alone. We're still here. We're still in this motherfucker with every, (laughs) with everything that's thrown at us, with everything that's thrown at us being like, I, I, anyone that hasn't gone to the Smithsonian of African-American history in DC, please go. And get and get because it, it happened to me. The way that shit is set up, and you get to the third floor, and it's all centered around westernized um, religion and what it's meant to the spirit of Black American people. If it don't change you, I don't know what will. And I say that because it helped me stop doing that little silly entitled shit that that comes with our generation where. We've had so much access and such a such a platform to to experience shit mm-hmm. that it makes it easier to look down on our parents who right. who worked right. for thirty years yeah. and had of a four hundred one k and made sure we had health care and all that shit, bro. You you we you little entitled shit, fucks. Healthcare is stop play, it because it's not it's not the play. It's so not the play, and. I was telling cuz that I was telling her that for a specific reason of just how we can relate and build with our parents and, and enter into a, in an, a, a, the next evolution of our relationships with them and, and have these healthy conversations in and around religion. And it just goes back to fear and rig. They were telling me that they found their therapist through the church. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's evolution. The fact that the church in therapy is one is is the healthy progression because that's a eat that's a that's a layup that should have been happening for years where there's so many people that need to uncover so much shit but the church was sort of giving a salute or a green light to to disown or or dismiss the concept of therapy so there was always this this sort of partition between entering into faith and then doing the work Mm-hmm. Right, but now if those two things are together, guess who becomes really unstoppable? And you hear it in you hear it in a Big Sean record, you hear it in a Dot record. Not to say that we know for sure that the niggas is going to therapy, but it sounds like it. Shit. It sounds like Cole being therapy, nigga. Like Shit, Jay. it sounds like Hove being therapy. They talk somebody talking to somebody to go do the work on themselves and the own and, and take ownership for what what is what is what is the faith without work. And gee, how the fuck did we get here? Shit. 
it's the hundred. We nah, because it's, we it's the hundred, bro. We going on one, bro. That shit's seriously though. <laughs> oh man, um, but it there there there's just there's something to entering into a space where you're not personally um, you're not personalizing other people's perspectives, approach, opinions, thoughts, ideas, and their focuses um, as a mean to protect and fulfill your own truth. That's it. Completely. Completely. Going back to the, just one more thing on going back to stuff though, the, um, the, when dealing with the reason why it's so hard and why the unfil- to speak unfiltered to those you love or those who are closest to you, um, I think is that one that one last part of fear um, mm. of um, Talk. of losing. Talk. You know what I mean? Like, what, you know, the thing like to. Because there's so much history, because because there's so much, um, so much that this that you've been through with whoever, uh, because y'all go and say this is unconditional love, um, you know what? They may love you forever, but it's 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 that's gonna hurt, and you have to knowingly and willingly be able to hurt someone that you love that much, um. So I think instead of like figuring out the way to say it, uh, you just don't. And <laughs> we got to get better about that, man, because we got to get out here and have these. Say that, G, because I got to get I got to work on that. No, um, I, I shit. I do, too, bro. Like real life. man. I, okay. I still got I still got people that I need to have certain type of conversations with. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think that's a that's that that will come, I hope. Uh, but in the meantime, I, it, the train doesn't stop. I would say, I would say we, we, we keep on moving, um, and have those conversations as we go. Like I've, I've gotten a lot better. I know, uh, when some of those things happen, like there are certain things that happen where it was so large and it, and it spilled over to the forefront so much that, Shit, I had no choice but to be like, nigga, this is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there was not a more freeing moment for myself than when shit spilled over like that. And I had to have those type of conversations with folks hmm. because I can tell. It's liberating as fuck. Yeah. Bro, I can tell just in that moment, though, that the look that I got back was like, fuck. I, I see you differently. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I actually see you. In the space you're in now, it helps me accept um, how you've been moving. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the, all that stuff, it, it's acceptance now. So when I come, when I when I talk or whatever, it's heard differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it be, at some point, you could hear me and be like, "Ah, oh, he just shooting. He just shooting shit." Or he, um, it's no way that all the shit that comes out of his mouth is what he really thinks. Mm-hmm. My nigga, I would have to be doing a lot of lying, bro. <laughs> Like, I would have to be doing a lot of lying to myself mm. to not actually believe the words that are coming out of my mouth. Bro, I don't talk enough 
to not believe the words that are coming out of my mouth. Bro. I don't talk. I don't talk enough to waste it online. Either. My nigga, <laughs> I I ain't got the time, bro. Yeah. Like I'm not just out here just throwing out words, bro. Like when I talk, my nigga, I mean every last word that I say. To now, now we getting into a different space though, G. Hmm. And the only thing I would say in defense of people on the receiving end yeah. of an of an exchange or an encounter with you for sure is that that that's rare. That's just mm. weird because it's a, it's a lot it's a lot of niggas out here capping mm, that it, just be talking it. just to hear they self talk. Got it. And I don't I don't know I don't know if I fully understood the ramifications of that until having this very specific elaborate dream around collaboration m- musically in the Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect example is my relationship with Kate. Okay. Kate is one of the most brilliant uh, people for show, but musically, because of what she's a fan of, she's this she's this morphed ass version of all these dope ass people from hella different genres. Mm-hmm. Because she's a fan and she's tapped into hella different stuff, right? And so Kate helped me unlock a whole bunch of different shit musically. And I'm like, damn, is it, do I just need to expand? Who I'm working with? Mm-hmm. Is this a reflection of me that I'm having this experience with this this woman who ain't from here? This white woman that's not from here. Mm-hmm. It's like okay. And then I was, and then what the feminine energy allows me personally to tap into um, on any level, but especially when I'm creating, it's just a really fun bag to be in. And so I'm like, damn. How do how do you create a how do you create a how do you have more feminine energy in and around the studio? So I was like, man, let me hit all the, whenever I meet a woman, let me extend the invite to the studio. Game goofy as fuck. Whenever I meet like somebody like on the bill with a woman that I think is dope, like, yo, you killed that shit. Like, Mm -hmm. like, like praising them in real time. Like, yo, pull up to the studio and looking at me like, nigga, you crazy? Mm -hmm. Coming in no fucking studio with you niggas? Like, you out your rabbit ass mind, and I did. I didn't peek that that's what that was, for for a second, mm. and because it's like, oh damn, my mom. And then it wasn't till my mom's fiftieth, where we just we wanted to take her on. We just wanted to take her on one the way we were going. So yeah. we we got we caught a we caught a cheap flight to Denver real quick. Spent literally spent less than twenty four hours in Denver. Woke up in the morning, got on it plane to fly into DC was in DC for a day got in the car and drove up to New York just on some like some some fucking around shit right and my mom was like my mom was having the time of her life I was like mom you should do this all the time she's like money do you know what we've done I'm like yeah we we did this we got in this we got B and B did this did she like listen to what you're saying y'all you be taking you specifically be taking your life on one in a way that i will <laughs> never be able to do yeah. like what you mean you just did it she's like money you a man mm-hmm. like you went to europe and this shit is still so funny and i tell it all the time but i thought i was i i love my favorite thing is when i be on my fake deep shit <laughs> and be trying to say shit and then get roasted yeah Bruh, because it's, it's it's humbling in a, in the healthiest way because mm-hmm. i don't really like that humbling shit but i do it is necessary right um, I think I told this on the podcast before, but I was the the year anniversary of my my first trip, my second trip to Amsterdam when I got a lot of work done. It's like I boarded a flight to Amsterdam with eleven dollars in my pocket, da, 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 da. and every family member 
hit me separately on a DM or text. It's like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Nigga, you could have called me. I would have gave you a couple hundred for your pocket. Yeah. Why would you ever get on a plane? I felt like it's so dumb when your tribe reminds you that you come from a tribe for real. Right. Like, I'm not... My story... Sorry to sorry to ruin this for anybody is not that of some struggling artist that had to sleep in his car and all that dumb shit. All it all of the the struggle struggle for real is self-inflicted in a way that I'm so ashamed to admit today cuz I didn't have to go through none of it. Mm-hmm. Because the again, the ego the same shit that wouldn't allow me to accept your help is like Oh man, I, I got to do it on my no. I I personally have not had that experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's back to the point with my mom and the, that that bouncing around shit and just and just taking your life on one yeah. and and dog like I don't know. I was going somewhere with that. And, no, that's and got and got hella sidetracked. That's real. <laughs> I got hella sidetracked because I was like fully wrapped into. I don't even know. I have uh, no idea. This this uh, this episode is is meaning a lot because we uncovering and talking about. A yeah, whole no, we lot get, we got right into the shits this episode. It's <laughs> it's it's a part of the one hundredth part. Like you know, when <laughs> folks be celebrating this shit, like we ain't had a drip of alcohol. Yeah, like this is just off of coffee and it being early on a Sunday. Early on a Sunday and all the love and like, the love, bro. Like the love was great, so it kind of just puts you into that mode of just like you know having this type of conversation, which is dope. Um, in its own, uh, because you know, this is all inf- this is all stuff that I'm pretty sure when people hear it, they're gonna be like, "Damn, I wasn't alone on that." Yeah. Because I think a lot of times we do do that a shitboat. Like yeah. I know for myself, I am the worst when it comes to uh, asking for help or uh, or even acknowledging that I even need help. Yeah. I'm like, "Nigga, bro, what you mean, bro? Like I'm I'm good." You know what I mean? Like, I do that shit all the fucking time. And there's been times, I mean, I've, I went up to school, and then, like, I was, like, you know, I was, like, a nomad damn near. Then, like, just out there, nigga. When I got, when I, talk, I got to Riverside, bro, Riverside was, like, that was almost as if I was in a jail cell. Man. <laughs> the way, the way, the the contrast of Gonzaga to, to uh, Riverside, hmm. as far as how they take care of you. Hmm. So, that right there was enough to open open the mind up and open up the, you know, had to get back into my bag of nigga. Nah, you you from East Oakland, bro. Yeah. Like, they, you better acknowledge, bro. Like, you you don't need much to to figure to it out. By. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that shit right there was enough where that opened up. That was going to be, that move right there was going to be enough to springboard me into just being an adult. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just understanding, um, you know how much they our parents had to go through and blah they blah and our family family members had to go through and yeah. in order to take care of all the damn kids we had. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that all that stuff together in totality, you know, and this pod and this hundredth episode and all that is all a reflection yeah. of just like the entire clan, everybody, hey man, we all out here just doing our own stuff, but yeah. Be appreciative of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every single breath is an appreciation. Yeah. Uh going to that. How do you feel about that uh that uh that that will uh video? The the Jordan Lucas? Jordan Lucas. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Fuck, man. Y'all, you gonna do this today? <laughs> we doing it. Jordan Lucas, wherever you are, not that it matters. I owe you a, a supreme apology, sir. Um Uh oh. 
a supreme apology. Cause not not ever not thinking that bro was talented. Let's uh, not let's not it. let's not do that. Bro is supremely talented. Um, I just I just be getting jealous. That's all it is at the end of the day. Did you see him as a gimmick at some point? Not even a I, well 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 yes. Is but it, is Jordan Lucas on a label or is he independent? He just left his label. If I'm not mistaken, I might have that wrong, but I feel like he just left Atlanta. That would be dope. Um, but. The unfortunate part about the joint Lucas isn't about artists and maybe just maybe maybe I'm the only one that feels like this or maybe I'm the only one willing to admit it but niggas that be having success with brilliance mm. be making me feel away bro mm. that should be making me feel away and I hate to even admit that out loud like the whole racist video mm. um, I hated on that shit so hard and had not watched it all the way through had mm. only seen the, the clips and the memes but had never watched the whole thing through Mm, got it, and then watched the whole thing through, and was like, "This nigga's brilliant," and never just never said anything. And so, uh, Push is a really big fan, and Push is my Push is my that's my my nigga for real for life. And I be going out of my way just to disagree with Push sometimes, um, especially especially when it comes to niggas like Jordan Lucas, because you're like, "Oh man, he ain't, uh, this is just just weird justifying things to hate on, bro." That fucking ADHD, uh, ADHD video is so brilliant, bro. Yes, and, and it, there's nothing to say about that. And then, it, so then that just sent me down a wormhole of everything he's done. Yes. So I'm now I'm watching. I watch a live performance of of Joyner Lucas, and he was in like Boston or somewhere. I watched that video like ten times back to back because I was so enamored with his perfection as a live performer, with that 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 drill, the drill shit. But to be able to drill and say something, mm-hmm. it's 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 all the shit that I, all everything that M is missing for me, just because and not because M's not not tapped in or nothing like that. M's just M's just been filthy rich for a really long time. That's so na- so naturally, there's a disconnect. That I, that's not that that's not a reflection. Of M. That's the only part of M's story. Yeah, that's M's it. M's just been rich for too long. Like he's different. Like. This is just to, just to go on a little tangent on M because mm-hmm. M is my man. Yeah. Uh, and I and I will always always back M and be like, bro, y'all niggas is tripping. Yeah. But like, supremely talented. Yeah. And you got to remember that he started off damn near lower than a lot of <laughs> a lot of black people can even acknowledge, bro. Like, bro, came from the dirt, dirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that trailer park shit is no joke as yeah. far as like how bottom of the barrel they are in a lot of those uh, groups, but. Um, but the the te- the the level of attention, the fame, all that shit like that, when he did maneuver to how you gotta remember how crazy his run was. Mm-hmm. But when it got to his height, it's different than a black person on that level. Like once you w- once you're white on that level, yeah. you can't come outside no more. Yeah. So your your interaction with public it's always going to be something of, of unhealthiness. You know what I mean? Like they, they damn near rip off everything that you have in order just to have it. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's how random those interactions will be. So yeah. that naturally won't be able to transition well and later on in time. So yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, but no. talent is still there. Yeah. It's just that the subject matter will not be able to. Yeah. So, so M, you can't, can't tap in like that. So M does that drill shit where it's, he not wasting a bar. Just the bars aren't resonating, whether it be a generational thing, a wealth thing, whatever. There's something, there's a disconnect there where it's just, it's just impressive. Mm-hmm. It's not resonating. Jordan Lucas, however, is impressive 
and he's saying some shit that's resonating with me personally that I'm just like, fuck, this nigga's dope. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, too, just uncovering, like, when you get to be a fan again, um, that's real. you start going, oh, I just didn't listen to this person because I just, it's dope. Like, it, it even took, it took me a week to get to a written testimony because I was, just like, this nigga got hove on every song, nigga, that's, I'm mad at that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's this little shit like that, uh, even with Sean, but back to Jordan Lucas, that Will video, yo, because it, because the- I think anybody can even fix their face to hate on that. Has anybody, nobody's hated on that, have they? They have. Yeah, but yeah. They have. They, they, they started Ooh. already. You know, you know. Who. I but, don't, but, but they, not, they started not, already. Not Joe. Joe you, didn't hate on you that. You know they started already. Joe didn't hate on that video. No, it's, 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 it's your good friend on the show. Maul? Nah, your other good friend. Rory? You love him. Parks? No, yeah. Nah, Rory? No, nah, go back, yeah. Rory hated on you it? Oh, man. Well, let, they got, they got, they let them do what they do. Nah, I'm that's, here, how, that's how I didn't want to bring up today. I'm cool. here to, I'm here to big up Joyner um, in a, in a solid, and for a lot of reasons, right? Um, mainly for the, for the storytelling ability, both visually and as with his, with his pen. Um, but then the other element of it too, because people talk about it all the time. It's like, yo. We gotta give niggas their roses. Everybody that says part. everybody says it, and no one do, no part. one does it. So a budget to to allocate time, context, a budget to give to give one of the legends roses in real time. I thought was a brilliant play. That part, um, and it made it and it brought me back to the conversation we had a few weeks ago, where the people the 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 men and women of color who reached that level of success, Will Smith. Beyonce, Hove, MC Hammer, all of, like they're they're really easy to make fun of. LeBron, Kobe, God bless his soul, MJ with the hoop, like they're, they're really easy to make fun of because they reached a significant level of success that few people will ever ever know. But the one thing no one ever talks about is the doors that they open and how they expand people's thresholds and palettes for people of color to do phenomenal things. Will Smith plays the same character every time. Da, 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 da. Nigga. I, I, no, I, I, defy, I defy anybody, anyone to, to, to go, oh, I could do that and then try to do it. His, his six degrees of separation role alone put him in a different conversation for so many reasons. And I know... I know our woke men of to color. To do something like that yeah, that early that in their early, career? I know our woke men of color dismiss that shit. Oh, he's feeding into the system. All right, all right bet. Have that argument all you want to. I'm I'm going to lean, lean towards something different just for me personally as someone who fucks with art on a whole different level. So, Joyner, I salute, I salute you and, and commend you for honoring a, a legend in real time so fam don't have to hear about it on his deathbed or 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 twenty years later when when fifty women come out and say some crazy shit about Will Smith and and we all side and just let it rock as as a thing you know like it's it's just it's just strange to me and so I, I really did appreciate a, another black man saluting a black man in real time and giving him his props because Hove said it nigga don't don't tweet about me when I die nigga don't, right. don't do it you nigga know? don't show pictures of us in the club my nigga nah. acting like we was tighter than Tight. we was nah. man. Nah, salute. That ain't know, that salute. ain't how this thing went, bro. But 
And it was mass. It was just masterful. It like was. It, was, it was just mass. It was a it masterful. Was, it was. The whole editing team, everybody a part of the staff that helped execute that video. Salute to y'all because it was just brilliant. And mm-hmm. I, I don't have anything bad to say about it. Um, at all. At all. I'm, that I'm, second verse is fucking. Because oh. the first verse is like, oh, this is this is dope. And then second verse just gets nasty mm-hmm. in, a, in a in a in a dope way. Mm-hmm. And I was just I was I was blo- truly blown away by. I it. do wish she could have mixed in seven pounds, but that's the only thing. But other than that, man, that shit was that shit was great. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't. You know what's funny? I didn't even notice that he didn't mix in seven pounds. Yeah. Because he got. It felt like he got when he got when he was able to. No, get he shark was going tail, ham when, at a point like this when he got shark tail in it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm fucking with it. You know, like, so I, I didn't even notice that he didn't get seven pounds. And for whatever reason, the seven pounds character and the Pursuit of Happiness character is like the same nigga for me. So once he did Pursuit of Happiness, I think I automatically assumed that seven pounds was in there or something. Nah, bro, seven pounds. And then the one when he was, uh, when he was the con artist. Oh, yeah. That shit was crazy, too. But Concu- yeah, not, he got concussion in there. I was Concussion it, was dope. He got shit in there that I didn't expect. He, the Aladdin shit, bro. Like, I didn't yeah, expect. Yeah, yeah. Like, come no, on. No, no, no. You did. I'm not even I'm not even downplaying the, 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 the art. Like, the art was amazing. Yeah. But uh, I was thinking about just, like, the wheels. Like, Will. Like, <laughs> you, just goes no, you, up, you just got out of memory lane on just Will, bro. you just like, bro. Like, he had one of the crazier runs of just original content, or original films, um, uh, for like the movies that he was making before he got into, you know, doing a part two of any films, you know what I mean? Or, or uh, doing something that was based off of something else, you know what I mean? So, I mean, just thinking of like Hancock's and uh, uh, I Am Legends and stuff like that. Like these are all things that th- name another uh, actor that can pull off being on the screen with just him and a dog and a dog and and. And make people feel something about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just things like that. So I, I'm I'm just glad that we're getting into, we're getting comfortable with uh, giving people their flowers while they're here. And I'm pretty sure that hit close to home when Kobe was gone because that's like the biggest figure that you could think of at a young time that was gone. And you're just like, fuck. Yeah. Like it really just threw everybody off the axis. So hopefully that's more palatable for people. You know, yeah. people are still going to make fun of these type of things yeah. and say that it's, you know, dick riding and blah, blah, blah. But, or even like a, a, a grab or, you know, something random, you know, I don't know. I don't, it, but joint, all that stuff doesn't really matter. I think it's just more so the art that's yeah. important saying that you do appreciate some, what somebody has done for. And to do it that fucking great, bro. Yeah. It, it's flawless rapping. And and it sent, again sent me down a wormhole of Joyner Lucas and bro's phenomenally talented. Yeah. Um, he's the he's the he's the counter to Russ. Hmm. Like he's he, like Russ has for as talented as I think Russ is. Jo- Joiner, what my, minus the production and the beats is like, I mean maybe Joiner makes beats. I, that, that's what well, I just know. Russ is on record for making beats, mm-hmm. but Joiner's probably I don't know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's so I, that's where I'm. That's where I'm at with it. That's true. Come on, boo. You can walk to the camera. You holding up the show, dang. <laughs> yeah. We got Say special, hi. Guest, special guest appearance by. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what up? What up? With her. Where's the bottles? What bottles? Well, hello. <laughs> How you doing? Good. Welcome. And you had to walk in front of both cameras. Hey, sorry. Dang. <laughs> um, K, 
can we get into to to uh, toxic uh, binge watching of television? Let's is do it. it. Is that where you want? Is that where you want to <laughs> yeah, go? Yeah, why not, man? Uh, this this is something that everybody can relate to. How disgusting you want to start? Because uh, I I I sold my soul this week. Do you, do you want to build it, or do you want to just start right there and start then have the to level back? Start at the show. Right, let's do it. Tiger let's King. <laughs> I want shit. my life back. Start I, want, the shit. I want my life back. Yeah. Why did I watch that stupid shit? And loved it though. Hmm. Like I'm calling it stupid, but I loved every second of what I watched. Guilty pleasure. This is beyond a guilty pleasure. Nah, it like, ain't right. It's you not. That and you feel like I feel I dirty. Be, I shouldn't be watching this. And I couldn't turn it off. I'm still glued, huh? <laughs> did you watch it? I haven't seen it. You don't need to. You ain't I, don't, I don't. I don't plan on it. You literally could watch like a like a YouTube highlight because they made a, there's a YouTube highlight reel of the Tiger King series. Mm-hmm. You could watch. How long that. is it? It's six five, episodes. Five, six episodes. Yeah, five six episodes at an hour. They're long clip. Oh, Okay. An hour clip. Okay. Yeah. I okay. can't get that back, and I watched all of it. Hmm. I made two of us. Don't feel ashamed. I did too. Lex. So what was it? What was the feelings? What was the? What you? What did I come up with? What you got? Yeah. <laughs> Which, which side y'all going with? I heard it was like between a guy and a girl. So which one of y'all? Which one had the? Neither. I am fucking with neither of them. <laughs> you know what I'm you, 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 you got to the end. It was a rap for both. You not fucking with Joe Exotic? No, I ain't fucking with Joe, Joe Exotic is a sicko. Yeah, <laughs> but but Carol, Carol, what's her name? I think it's Carol. Yeah, Carol. She's a nut. Hmm. Like the fact that one of them is walking around, yo. At least, at least Joe Exotic is in a cage somewhere. Mm. Carol's a, is free. Oh, so they're both still alive. Wh- what? How recent was this, nigga? This Joe Exotic interview was just last year. <laughs> <laughs> like, this and that's they I, just got bread. I think that's what made it so Damn. fucked up. Uh, shout out to my nigga DB. I hit DB di- directly after it. it was like, yo, did you watch? Because I put me no me and uh, Irk put DB on to uh, don't fuck with cats. Mm-hmm. And everybody that hears that title goes, oh, it's a cat documentary. It's like, nah, nah not really. That's nah, not. That's a little more than that. But you can't tell people that because you ruined the whole experience for it. So he's like, nigga, you're not going to tell me nothing. Like, nah. So then the next studio session, he goes, bro, why y'all didn't tell me that I was about to watch some of the craziest shit ever? It's like, you can't, you can't preface the don't fuck with cats thing at all. Hmm. And so I hit him about Tiger King. He was like, I'm going to watch it tonight. And he texted me. He's like, bro, seriously? Seriously, and the thing that DB and I agreed upon is that the fact that that shit could happen in such contemporary times. Mm. L, mm. there's multiple, there's multiple rural zoos in the U.S. Not one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're not hearing me. <laughs> did it? Did it? Did it? Like highlight the other ones? Or yes. Damn. There are multiple zoos, nigga, where it's some one nigga yeah. has, a, backyard has a somewhere? plot of land yeah. and in his backyard got 150 tigers. Mm. Sick with it. You got to think, Texas is, uh, the state has the most roaming tigers in it. Just free roaming tigers. <laughs> because in Texas, you're allowed to buy any animal you want. Bro, Texas is so, so sick with it, bro. Texas and Florida, bro, is two of the most sick with it locations I've ever, like, heard about, bro. We got family in both, so it's like, not a, well, I don't mean this shit on Texas, bro. but the shit that takes place in both Texas and Florida, bro, is like, 
Oh, like oh. Florida, anything can kill you. Well, shit, Texas can too. And Houston, yeah. Houston got to stop, stop saying that they Texas. Houston, not Texas. Houston might as well, might as well be a, they in like, a bubble. They yeah, in a bubble they, they somewhere else. Houston, they got, and, they got a force field around. Them. It may be Dallas, but the rest of Texas is sick. Like Houston might make sense, <laughs> but the rest of it just like nigga, huh? <laughs> but dog, fam had and he and in the fact the fucked up part is Joe Exotic ain't in Texas. He, he's in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. With and not just tigers, he's got lions. And well, then, Oklahoma got hella open space. So you ever been to Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. Bro, they got hella open space. Like nothing is next to each other. And he took advantage of it. Damn, he had monkeys. That is how. He that had, is how. He had alligators, crocodiles. He had hella shit. Like, huh. but they just talk about the tigers. Mm-hmm. But then randomly, when you're looking at the footage, you're like, wait, y'all. So y'all wasn't gonna talk about bread having wolves. The nigga had wolves. G. Damn. It's like, man, we ain't got no chicken to feed the wolves today. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, wait, what? And Bro, how did, did they show how this nigga caught him? Gee, okay, see now, now I'm gonna convince you to watch it because cause you ask it, you asking. No, all this shit. is this is how I get my information, bro. I'm not about to watch it, bro. Like, you gotta watch it. I need, I need because people are like they have like the excitement about it, so then I can just ask y'all about it and get no, my visual. I'm not, like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm, I'm shutting down. Dude. I'm gonna be a fault because you, if you gonna ask, if the fact that you asked me that if they caught bread means you need to watch it. Because how they catch him don't have shit to do with the Tigers at all. And you would think it You would think it did. It don't. They don't have shit to do with the Tigers. Just the way you looking at us, it looks <laughs> like you could go home like and that. just... Cause you maybe don't know if the I just King. watched the first 15 of each episode. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing it, bro. I'm good. That, right. That's that's one of those that, I, that I'm going to pass on. But okay. I, I'll take everybody's word for it and... Yeah, y'all can y'all can uh-huh. fill me in if you whatever y'all want to fill me in. Okay, yeah. so move if we're moving off the Tiger King, yeah. let's get to something we could all collectively agree on. Agree okay. upon. Ozark, did you make it through yet? No, I'll just and tell. Shit I'll just came out by the way. I'll just tell Lex that I I went back. I have to watch season one, so I'm back on like season one, episode like three. Why did you have to? You hadn't watched it at all. Or you just wanted to get refreshed? no. I think I got through the first seven episodes. I don't know how many episodes in a season, but I think in ten, the first ten season, in each one, okay, in yeah. the first season, I think I only got through the seventh one when mm. they were at the when they were laundering money through the strip club, like oh, whatever damn. episode it is. So like, yeah, I'm I'm super far back, so I need to still get through the rest of Ozark. So yeah, how y'all feel about season three? You, you made it through, Lex? I haven't even started yet. Oh, fuck. You, yeah. I, who am I doing a show with? Why Bro, are y'all even here? I still work, so oh, I ain't had time. You do it. You do it. You are at work. And, and I ain't going to lie. I wanted to finish Westworld season two because I was like, before So I, you can get... I got you. I got you. So, but... Well, then, see, that's where my fault is. I'm hella far, far, far behind on Westworld. Yeah, yeah. So, for me, but I did watch season one and season two of Ozark like a month ago. Cause I was like, "Ooh, it comes out next month. Let me." Just... You were getting refreshed. Yeah. So yeah, where so does where does Ozark where does Ozark? Rate? Yeah, that's all good, Lex. I'm getting refreshed. So I'm getting refreshed on Ozark. I'm going back to. So where does where does Ozark so. land for y'all's shows? Oh, that's top five for me. Yeah. Is it same? Yeah. Jason Bateman is amazing. Right. There. Jason like, Bateman is is phenomenal. However, like how how he was maneuvering through the very first episode is how everybody got on Ozark. Yeah. No, seriously, that first, that first, like if the first episode didn't go the way that that went, nobody would really be on Ozark like that because it 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 moves a little different. Ozark's pilot is one of the better pilots for sure that for exists because sure. it it's one, it ain't one of them ones that's slow where you like ah get to nah, no they get to the they get, they get to the shit immediately. But Ozark in season two has a weird sort of lull of storytelling that ramps up at the end. Season three, ramp it back up. Mm-mm. They take full advantage of the fact that they have a cult following and they fuck with you. 
Mm. And they set you up for some shit. Mm. It's like, I don't know. What'd you say, babe? What? what? Them kids dragged them. There's too much talking. And the third one? Was, what did you say? It was a soap opera. It's a, no, it's full soap opera bag. In season three? Yeah. Okay. okay. Full soap opera bag, but the last three and a half episodes make it all worth it. Not like, like, Nar- so Narco season two. Okay. Remember how they get in the full storytelling bag, but it's only because they got the cult of season one. Is the, I'm not going to ask a question. Now I'm just going to watch it. You, yeah. I'm, I, I, I can't ask no question on Ozark. So nah, yeah. just, just watch it. Yeah. Ozark, they bodied that shit. Uh, self-made, uh, the, um, the Madam C.J. Walker story. How did y'all watch that shit? No. Where is that at? Oh, uh, that's Netflix. Um, uh, I, uh, I probably suck right picture? now binge watching information. No, you just smart. You you probably reading, working out. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in here on straight bullshit. Like I got I got obligations and meetings that take place every so often. I took a whole meeting to make breakfast at the same time yesterday, so I'm fully on bullshit. Oh, that's the win. Yeah, I'm fully. I'm that's on big win. bullshit. Um, no, that's being creative. You made breakfast. Nah, and that's some nigga shit. <laughs> uh, uh, they they uh, all deaf guys were on on uh, on Squadcast or Zoom, and they filmed it and put it on YouTube. And this nigga Kev was doing, Kev was like playing with the kids and doing hella other shit while he was on a meeting. I was like, damn, I fully just did that this morning mm. on a Zoom meeting. Like mm. a group conference call that I was supposed to be kind of listening to, but they didn't really need me. But not, I don't know. Um, all right, so nobody watched Self Made. Self Made was dope. Um, I like, I didn't know the name of that one, but I, I heard people was talking about that one. Yeah, I, um, I, I, for the culture, maybe it's a must watch. Um, I wasn't mad at it. Wait, these are all on Netflix? Ozark. Yeah. So far, Tiger the ones we talked about so far is yeah, Ozark. Netflix is running it Tiger, up right yeah, now. they're killing it. Um What is going on around the other platforms? Like I know uh I know Disney Plus had uh had the magic show thing, the uh Pixar film going mm-hmm. directly to there. But it's also on Amazon though, so like I don't it's not exclusive to Disney Plus, so I don't know what they're it doing. It doesn't right behoove now. them to do the exclusive for their for their releases like that. It doesn't. Um, which is I'm surprised they haven't though, but I guess because they didn't get the full bag from the theaters that they're just putting across everything mm-hmm. for right now, and they're just having to pay like how they're doing. You see how they're doing all the early access, so it's like twenty dollars. Well, while the watch. while the box office while the box office is suffering for the other genres, with the exception of your superhero films and your animated sort of Pixar films, it's like they got to make up for that revenue somewhere. And that's what you just said. It's like, yo, if the box office is suffering, let's put it across platforms. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's happening for a lot of the, at least the Pixar shit. I can't speak to the other ones, but that's, that's what I feel like is happening for those. Yeah. Um, now when you get into the Apple plus, Apple I'm, plus is just finally extending out their platform. Man. Like they got some, they got some shit. Up they got there, some up their bangers. Yeah. They got some uh, shit up their we talked, there's hella production on the Apple plus shows too, which is dope. Like they, they got a bag. They, they, got, no, a they bag definitely got a they bag. They got a bag to throw to they you. They definitely got a bag, but I'm just glad to see. That's what I was saying when I first got onto Apple Plus. So let's talk about when we, when it first came out and I grabbed it, mm-hmm. and they give you like the first year for free or whatever, and they don't have anything on there yet. They have like four <laughs> shows to begin with, but I could already see like the bandwidth that they would have and how they how much they're gonna put into the production for each show is going to have it on par with anything out there. Facts. And Apple has hella money. 
Like they're the ones that completely can survive this entire everybody stay in the house. Like they are the ones thriving in this time. Like okay, yeah, you using my phone anyway, nigga. The banker. Hmm. Nah, I still haven't seen the fucking banker. Oh, I know you. you I know you said it. it. I know you said it. Oh man, I know you said it. But yeah, go ahead, money. I I don't. I know. I I can't talk about it till you watch it. So we could save it. I just everybody. I know it's it's getting another platform, whatever. But if you if you had a means. Get Apple Plus, watch The Banker. Incredible job. Nia Long, um, Sam Jackson. Um, Nia Long in there? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> don't, don't, I got hey, a lifelong crush hey, with, with Nia Long. Both man. of y'all can relax. No, I got, I got a lifelong crush with no, Nia both Long. Both of y'all got to relax. Both of y'all got to chill. Especially because she said when, uh, when J. Cole said what he said, he wasn't too young. So you got a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. You always got a chance, bro. Like this, she said she, she said it. Y'all are sick. She said she said my nigga went too young, bro. We same age. All right, man. Hell, so. like she just ain't seen me yet. Fuck with me. I can't get over the fact. Tiger King, we got That's to talk probably about what I'm doing, I'm, bro. I might be saving myself for Neil Long. <laughs> I'm still on Tiger King, Lex. That's possible. <laughs> I'm still on Tiger King. Bro, the fact the dude said, I ain't even gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not one, not one dude. How you marry two straight niggas and both of them go for him? I ain't gay like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Are they a force of niggas in the marriage? Gee, Joe Exotic is a different nigga. Like, if anything, they need to study his brain like on some CTE shit because he just he just tapped in completely different. So that's how they caught him was by marrying straight, two straight dudes? No. Look, see, I told you. The fact that you asking these questions mean you fully got. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the answer one of these days. Bro. <laughs> I'm just keep asking every pod, bro. So y'all tell me. Joe Exotic, an American hero. Jesus Christ! Somebody drop it in Some, the comments. They'll tell somebody. Somebody will give you the whole rundown. I'm just. Per- I'm telling you, there's a YouTube highlight reel that'll fast track that whole experience for you if you just want to get the shit over with. Mm, like if okay. you want, if you got instead of devoting. Uh, eight, eight, yeah, six to eight hours, whatever it is, you can just watch a fifteen minute clip and get the whole series in a nutshell. You down? I might be with that. <laughs> I, might, I might be with that. Just, just fast track this. All right, one. now an experience. Teen, teen, you watch that? No. Damn. Now an experience you can't fast track. Hmm. Party Mobile is out. Party Mobile. Now, now I dare you. I defy you to tell me. And you're gonna do it just to spite me. I can see it in your eyes. What? Say, say, say it's not better than weekend shit. Come on now, don't play me. Don't play with me, man. That shit ain't nowhere near weekend shit. You not you didn't have to it's think dope, about it. It's dope though. Why it's you didn't dope. have to think about it though? No, no it's, dis- it's it's dope. Don't disrespect parties it's, like that. It's just different, but it's dope. I'm not, I'm fucking with you. I don't I don't need I don't need one to be better than the other. Yeah. They're different. They're different. I'm yeah, they're 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 nowhere near each other. I see what I see, you can tell where parties demographic is, and you can tell that the weekends is like kind of like a entire cloud of shit. So for the people that that do have like to party on your rains on a on a very small climate, the people that do have to compare the two for 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 the sake of us doing a show, what would you what 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 would you say? If you had to compare the two, yeah, because they're they're naturally they're naturally going to be tethered to each other. Completely, completely, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I would say that party seems to make music in order for people to not talk bad about him. So when he makes his songs, he is making it 
specifically for people to be like, ah, party did not fall off. You know what I mean? Like he didn't take like a chance on my end. I think he was literally, and also a party for me. I'm not a big party fan, but party for me always seems as if he's a lot more hurt than what he's leading on to be. Like he really internalizes. No, no. Hey, I'm not, I'm not gonna stand for this. My nigga out here I'm really. My nigga really out here internalizing. <laughs> These breakups, bro. Like you can act as much as you want to. Oh, that, that shit don't. Man. That shit ain't fucking with you, my nigga. You not buy. You not buying the tough guy hype, my nigga, bro. You brought up. You brought up a situation that was like three years ago, and you just dropped an album. You've been sitting on this hurt for three years, my nigga. Don't and you do just drop this shit now. Like that. Don't do party like that. He just channeling for the sake of channeling. The weekend when that nigga get hurt, that nigga <laughs> drop an EP, nigga. Next day. So you toxic <laughs> toxic Mike is ready, bro. You, you got fuck, that shit in the clip. You fuck with the immediacy of the, to, of the toxic. Bro, get that shit off, bro. Don't be stewing around in your apartment, my nigga. And L. Stewing around in Rihanna basement, my nigga, trying to talk about shit. Rihanna here giving you oh. tips on nigga how to get over this chick. Hey, if there's anyone to take, if there's anyone <laughs> which to is take, fucked up, bro. Like think about Rihanna trying to give you tips on getting over your shit. If there's anyone to take tips from to get over a woman, it's Rihanna. Oh, real life, man. Oh my god. Nah, but I fuck with it though, party man. I do. I do. It it was actually really good music. It was really good music. But I think the weekend's music is just I I, I don't know. I think I might be biased. Nah. I, I, I can't I, I can't get, look I can't look at this objectively. No, no, no. I get I get the production value um both sonically, um like the choice of sounds and everything. Like it's, it's not even that, sound. bro. I just like I just like I I really believe what comes out of the weekend's mouth. Oh, you talking about something different. Okay. And I think that You feel like party is a character? And you feel like weekend Well, I think party has to be a character. He writes for people. Gotcha. I don't think any of his shit is really like gonna be hmm. specifically him. That's a that's a hell of an observation. Cause I never thought about it like that. Yeah. He's internalizing and processing a bunch of things as opposed to Weekend, so you saying you saying weekends feels a lot more personalizing. Yeah, the, yeah. the listening experience for you, huh? Mm-hmm. Does that? That's a good question, though. How much of that impacts your listening experience on records? Where you go, this feels like a personal time and space for this person, as opposed to a concocted sort of world that they've made in order to make this project. Hmm. Is there a difference as for you as a consumer? Um, for certain artists, yeah. Um, it depends on like how long I've been along for like the ride of things. Got it. Because because that's something you would have to know the artist pretty well to even know that that's a part of their storyline. For like the, I think Party just needs to drop more of his own music for us to get a good grasp of what Party is about. Cause I think he gets to live a very long time. Off of the exact same sound and music, like he doesn't switch it up, he doesn't talk about anything different. My nigga lives the exact same life over and over and over again, but in wide gapped from each other. Mm-hmm. The weekend has switched up his character, character, caricature, and sound, sound, and all that. It's played around with different things and has dropped more shit. 
So I, that's why that's why I say that they're not comparable because gotcha. I'm not about to be comparing somebody that comes out every once in a while, Maybe but not. plays it safe to somebody who comes out more frequently but switches up the the vibe. It's a hell of a sound to have, though. It's definitely a great sound. It's an amazing sound. Amazing sound. But uh, but would I would I do I care if the sound comes from party as opposed to whatever artist he gives it to? No. It don't have to come from party. It can come from he can get that shit to Rihanna and I would have vibe with that shit like crazy. If he'd have gave Rihanna the the anthem song. It resonates different for you? I'd have been like, what the fuck? This shit is crazy. So that so stop there. That feels like that feels like the dilemma that party runs into. Is that the success of Drake, the success of Rihanna. The shit that he's giving, yay, um, and that's just we ain't even we ain't even got down halfway of the list of the people he's giving hits to. Oh no, he getting yeah. yeah. Um, there's always this thing of consider what, the, meta, the, the messenger. Yeah, that's what the that's what the dream had to deal with for a while, didn't he? And so dream, I put dream and party, and not 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 quite yet, but party's getting close to where you're a machine. Yeah. Like you're able to, you're able to do something very specific that a lot of people can't do, and are exceptional at it. But to me, Dream don't have a bad album. No, not at all. To me, Party doesn't have a bad album at all. It's just mm-hmm. the 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 mass consumer receives their shit different from other people and goes, "Yo, man, this shit, this this new Beyonce record jamming. Dream wrote that shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what what a fucking dilemma to have." Mm-hmm. Where it's like people people over fuck fuck with your shit way more from other people than from you. It just puts you in this weird sort of space. Um, Jay Ant, my nigga, finally resurfaced online this week. I think, and he hasn't said that said it personally, but he's kind of alluded to it around in conversation. It's like the 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 uh, what's the word? The autonomy you get from writing somebody else a hit. And being able to just go walk downtown LA and people walk right past you, mm-hmm. it's a, I think it's a it's a different sort of thing, mm-hmm. where it's like no one has any idea the, the the brains behind said operation, and you get you get all the you get all the the respect from your peers and the respect from the industry, like the industry and all those people revere you. Mm-hmm. The 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 bag the bag is consistent, comes on time. You have to do minimal sort of song and dance for that shit. It's a it's a unique sort of space to occupy. Cause party party could walk right down the heart of of downtown Oakland and no one would be the wiser. But yeah, that comes down to personality though, cause cause party is an introvert, so that's just fine with him. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be in the forefront of anything. Yeah, uh, although he probably still hates that. You know, he can't just get that off of the strength of his work alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That. You know all that respect and all those accolades like that, and he's not recognized that way. And then people still talk as if he hasn't done anything, blah, 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 on his own. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I'm pretty sure that still hits you because you're an artist. You're still an artist. You know, what I mean, like he still puts out his own music, so yeah. to let you know that he still wants to be an artist. Um, but that was also a weekend dilemma when he was around that group. Was that nigga? You're not nigga. I can do this. On my own, you yeah. know what I mean. Like I, I don't need the collective. I don't need to be 
writing Frank, my Frank, best Frank shit. Frank was in that same spot for exactly. A long time so too. like certain certain Damn, people are just that. that way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it just kind of comes down to the person. But that also is the reason why I'm like, bro, I can't. I need you to put out more stuff. Um, in order for it to be that type of conversation, what so is, let's let's put party and be like party mobile was a really good project, and that cannot be talked about as if it was in the same ballpark as after hours. Like we can't talk, we can't. Nah, really, I, they, I, they can't be synonymous. You know what I mean? I got you. No, nah, that that's fair. I think that's a fair sort of space to land on with that. Um, my, my next question in lieu of that though, is what is, what's the affinity with needing more to determine, to determine whether someone is on the level or not. Right. So I Mm. say, I say for me, if Andre only ever does the love below as a quote unquote solo record. He never has to rap or sing another fucking word word for him to be considered one of the best to ever do it. Mm -hmm. And I, on the, on the flip side of that, I also understand why people go, no, I need more. Mm -hmm. Um, Same with JLA. It's like, yo, exhibit C came out a decade ago and we just got a solo project that has hove on every song. I can't really do it, but there's something about, making use of your making the absolute maximum use of opportunity and space to do what the fuck you need to do and deliver how how exceptional you are and get and getting out of there there's a talent to knowing not witness knowing not when to say another fucking word there's a talent to that completely completely and i agree and for the for the people who take a little bit longer um and aren't as frequent like i don't need the fact that the dot dot and colon and they already did the mixtape run Mm-hmm. And sort of solidified themselves. So when they go away for two and a half, almost three years, whoo, I appreciate it way more. Mm-hmm. And I'm again, I'm not putting party in that space. And Dot and Cole specifically have already cemented themselves as great. But what is our affinity um, as a, as a, as a people with relevant relevancy and staying on our subconscious collect on our collective subconscious as a as a culture and as a as a wave. What is what is the what's the difference? What's the currency in that versus going away, living life, being with your family and shit, and then coming back and having something to say for real? Yeah, um, I mean, I think that's for the artist to 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 figure out on their end on like what level they would like to be on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And what level are they okay with the public recognizing them on? Because just with what you said, that has zip zero to do with anything the artist has on their side the best thing that the artist can do is make the best possible work that they can possibly make and then put it out to the public and the public makes that decision for them so you say dot and cold whatever they did they they mixtape run their mixtape run can stand alone and they can, which afforded them to be able to drop albums whenever the hell they want to. If Party would have had music that was immaculate to begin with, Colors is immaculate. I'm, all right, I'm going. I'm gonna I'm jump out there and say it. Colors is pretty fucking special. All right, not special enough because people are still talking about bro, Party. What are you doing? Giving giving hits to you just said it. If and he and the fact that you said it. And went, yo, if he would have given Anthem to Re, he would have received it different. Nigga, he thinks about that too. 
like, yo, this is hard for me, but what if I give it away? Completely. Completely. I'm not even down I'm not even downplaying nothing that party's doing, bro. I'm just I'm just saying like when we're putting people into You just saying don't compare the two. Yeah, you just can't that's com- fair. you just can't like compare the fair. two because you gotta think about all right, so party like party, ha- party has really good singles. He has um, some songs he's given away to people that has been top tier songs. Mm. But has he given you a body of work that is on par on par with House of Balloons? Mm, probably not. Probably not. I, I can't. I can't even. I'm not even going for the sake of a show. I'm not even going to try to pretend to do that with you. You know, like I, you're probably you're probably 100 percent right. And it's, and doing something like House of Balloons, or, I'm just the, or, or I'm just Thursdays, or any of those, is something that propels you to be able to have drop whenever the hell you want to. Uh, anti Anti has party written all over it as a as a body of work. Anti is one of the best albums of the, of the decade, by like not even close. Ain't it's no, it's Rihanna's best album. Ain't that's nobody for sure. said nothing about Party's pen. Party's no, 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 no. Party's I'm, pen I'm just, is amazing. I'm, but I'm just I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Got it. Got if it, got it, got if it. one person's blueprint and stamp is on an entire one record that we unanimously stamp as one of the hardest records of the decade. Fuck, man. What what else? Do you, what more do you yeah, want? I mean, if we put if we put in writing on things, then or just writing, connecting the writing with the artists and being like, ah, well, this doesn't compare to that. Then it'll be like Lemonade has all these accolades, but Damn, it was written. Too. It was written by Party and others. Party dream, but it doesn't. It doesn't match up to the writing that's on Chalambo. Huh? <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's stop the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Almost flipped this table over. What did you just My say to me? Said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say to me, sir? Didn't match up to the writing on Chalambo, bro. Ooh. L trying to hurt my feelings today. I'm not about to do this with you, play. Bro, Chalambo doing circles over Lemonade. I don't care what they say. Oh my God. I'm about to faint. And you know I'm not the biggest Lemonade fan. But that was like everybody that participated in that record, like, showed their ass. I bet. But it's still kinda of, it's still, but to me, it's still kind of bubblegum, though. It's still kind of I, th- I still think it's bubblegum. I don't think it got to any nitty-gritty. Uh, I, I, I know. That, I know they had to protect their brand and all. You just said. You just said it. Don't flip the argument. You just said it. What you you just about? said space, demographic, who your appeal is, who you're speaking to. You just made that. You just moved the goalpost for weekend, and now you moving it back for Chalumbo. Yeah, that's how. That's how. I do it. Nigga, just because you be in the gym curling the uh, <laughs> meditation music, <laughs> don't ever get be fucked up, okay? But like, look at me. I'm. I'm so ass. Cause I'm over here defending B like I didn't jump out the window sixty episodes ago. I'm trash for that. I'm trash. (laughs) Um, damn, we had a real music segment. When was the last time we had one of those? It's been a minute. It's It's been been a minute. minute. So shout out the party for that one, man. You got you got us on our music shit to this. Um, what what other music you got for us? Um, I didn't get a chance to really listen to much music, tell you the truth. So I still need to get into that Jesse Reyes. Mm -hmm. Jesse Uh, Reyes salute. Jesse Reyes is so dope. Another alien. Ridiculous! Uh, I still need to listen to that Jeezy. I don't know what that's talking. We about listened right to now. Jeezy the other night passively. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it was okay. Like I don't know. I I don't. I'm not. I'm. 
because it's Jeezy, I'm probably never gonna ever find anything absolutely bad to say. I just if we if we naturally go, his contemporaries are Gucci and Ross. Both Gucci and Ross have gotten significantly better as time has gone on, whereas Jeezy has sort of just gotten stuck. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's the production. I don't know if it's the pen. Because his vo- his voice and his ad lib still sound still sound phenomenal. I don't and I don't know why. I don't know if it's fair to compare them. I just know Gucci went from almost being an audible to me mm-hmm. to being like, yo, this nigga snapping. And I don't know when that shit happened for Guap. And then Ross, hey man, produ- that was taking them taking that lean out the picture. Production production alone for Ross, and then style wise and just storytelling. Like once you make Tears of Joy, you can't do no wrong in my eyes, mm. man. Like Tears of Joy, like Ross could retire all Tears of Joy, hmm. and so just to, like the idea that he that Go- that Jeezy is naturally stuck to those two, I think make it to where he just not he isn't just competing against himself for me. Okay, and I don't know maybe pop perhaps that's not fair at all because again, this album wasn't bad. Hmm. It's only seven songs. Um, it's all Shorty Red, who I'm a big fan of. Um, I just, and I, I don't know who's in Jeezy Sessions. I just wish if it was an Atlanta thing, um, that he was a little bit more tapped into the youth of Atlanta. So mm-hmm. we're watching it. As we're speaking about this right now, uh, <laughs> a down, <laughs> down, down, bad is on. And yeah. it has all the Atlanta niggas that are, that are phenomenal. So... Where if Jeezy didn't want to go get the status quo from Atlanta, he could come get these niggas because they, I imagine they all look up to, to Jeezy and would be in the studio with him and push him to just push his pen a little bit further. Mm-hmm. So JID, Earth Gang. So, like, the, so the pen was stale. Not even stale. It's just, it's just. The songs were stale. No, it's n- none of it's stale. G, it's just not, it's not mind blowing. Mm. But do you think he still wants to rap? I don't think so. Because Watching the, did you watch, you guys watch the Charlemagne interview? Mm-hmm. Man, he sounds clear. Yeah, I know. He I sounds really so, clear. I think he so sounds far really sharp. out of the rap fit. Got like, it. Got it. Got I think it. that nigga's doing like other shit. That's, yeah. Yeah. He sounds really clear, really, really sharp. So that I think that's maybe that's what it was. Watching the the Charlemagne interview, I thought that clarity and that sharpness was going to translate to the music. Yeah. The way a Hove's like watching the Hove rap radar interview mm-hmm. and listening to four four four, you hear the similarities to where they're at in their life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the, sh- the the few Big Shine interviews that have come out, nigga. I can't wait to hear this album because of how sharp and how clear he sounds. Yeah, no, Shine should be you know? classic. Instantly. So I, I think I was thinking that uh, when Cole did his sit down with uh, with Pump, it's like, oh, this <laughs> dream, was wild. this Dreamville shit is gonna be crazy because you saw Cole's intent to really marry the sound that is winning right now mm-hmm. with saying some shit mm-hmm. and. The Dreamville, the Dreamville album is KOD. No, f- fuck it. Before we get to the Dreamville comp, the KOD is that. Like yeah, that KOD nigga, they found the sound that. and he figured out how to snap on said sound, mm-hmm. which naturally made Baby go snap. Because baby, Lil Baby's snapping, bro. Mm-hmm. Nobody's snapping like that. Left right and right. So it's like there, there's this, you to say that it can't be done is lazy because I feel like niggas have figured it out. So then going back to Jeezy, do you think it's, a little bit that he thinks people want a certain thing from him. Dang, oh, so shit, then I didn't he think doesn't want to give where he's at because he still thinks this is what the people want from me. So I'm Damn. just going to make music 
this way, so I'm gonna get with Shorty Red, Damn. and we gonna try to capture that lightning in the bottle that we had when we did all those other Damn. songs. Damn. Yeah, that's a dilemma. That is a hell of a dilemma, and I hadn't even considered that being being tethered to a particular. Is he still, ta- is he still talking about snowman stuff? Not in a not in a romanticized sort of I'm reaching backsider way. It's a it's a almost like reflective. It's not if it were reflective, it would be received be different. The next stage, it's, yeah. yeah, it's not even reflective. It's still like I'm trying to capture that, and there there should be an evolution or a next step to mm. that. Like nigga, where are you at? I need to know where you're at now. Mm. And that was what was meant. But you just said, I think you just said it though. And I just got something else for you. Remember when he did uh, Church Off in the Streets, mm-hmm. that album? Yeah. And then people killed him for it because they said he went too, too far. far. Got it. And so then he just scaled all the way back. And I don't think he ever found that medium yeah. to where he could connect like church off in them streets with like the recession and him. Cause you know, some people say recessions, one of his best albums because yeah. he found a way to connect everything. The, the, the together. dots. Yeah. And, and for me in the, the diversity production wise on recession is kind of what I was hoping he would stay to. But this is kind of, this is kind of scary because this loops back to how this conversation started in terms of like, Perception. Perception. Yeah. Wow. Holy moly. Hundredth yeah. episode. Hundredth episode. Hey. <laughs> Keep it lit, man. You heard, you heard it first here. Um do we how we want how we want to how we want to rap, fellas? Because we, we just went on a whole music deep dive. Uh you got more? I'm 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 you see where I'm at. I take these socks off and rap. <laughs> <laughs> You start rubbing toes together. It's hey, ugly, man. Rub your feet together, rub nigga. I'm feet. going to sleep. <laughs> but um, do you ever think about like us becoming OGs, right? Like, getting Christ. older, right? And looking back and being able to have the stories of we finally got a story. Like we finally got the time we all survived the corona. Some I, bet, I hadn't thought about it like that, but I've, I was thinking we 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 hadn't had a thing. Yeah, like yeah. we had we haven't had like that specific thing. It'd be like oh, I was large, it was a big enough situation because you know there was never like a time where like well at least in our lifetime that we had to all stay in the house. Hmm. But whether it becomes more dramatic or not, we can definitely put the sauce on it now because there's been enough time, <laughs> enough time. of being stuck in the house yeah. that you know. You I was in the house for for six months, bro. <laughs> That's for sure. How my you know, story like you know how the grandparents used to be like they used to walk in the snow fifteen <laughs> miles, no, no, no shoes, shoes on, all that shit like that, bro. <laughs> this is our moment. Through it like rabbits, bro. <laughs> you lived in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> my story for sure about to have sauce on it, fam. I've been in the house. Grew an afro now, afro money. <laughs> these money, niggas are crazy. Bro. So we're in the group chat, <laughs> and I and and they start they started early one morning, and I just missed it, and so double back like the afternoon, like hey my bad fellas, like nah that's all good money. We know you locked in. This nigga Pogo's money probably got a fro now, <laughs> and then they're cooking like Marvin and Elgo's afro money is crazy. And they go, they go, yeah, he that nigga in there snapping on Team Maki and Nana like, told you not to come in here. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and then, and then go back to just harmonizing on the couch, bro. Just like, laying, just yeah, got this the, nigga said this nigga in there laying down like Marvin harmonizing. It's like, y'all got me fucked up, bro. Y'all not just gonna roast bro, me. Tap, bro, tapping into a whole nother <laughs> state, bro. Like, just, hey. Gee, that's how my story's gonna be. Like, I, when we relive this, and I have to recount my corona quarantine experience, it's going to be that. And I dare y'all to try to tell me otherwise. They can't. Because, you know, it's rare when everybody was together. So, you know, they can get whatever the fuck they want to get off. Facts. Like, nigga, how my shit was in my apartment might be completely different from how it was in your spot. You know what I mean? So, over my shit, I had to fend off, nigga, zombies and all kind of shit, bro. Like, <laughs> niggas, was, niggas was on their last... Walking Dead? Bro, they was on their last... Bro. Well, Mo- I find out L was on the balcony with two pistols. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, bro, wait till wait, so you see my, uh, my Malcolm X picture, bro, looking out the blinds. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? I told you he's on fire He's crazy What is wrong with Wait you? Wait till you see my steel, bro Yo, you might be sick for real <laughs> You're a sick individual Why would you say that? Nah, I gotta find a picture I gotta find that You gotta picture. crop it and crop yeah. L's face on it? Oh, that's how, that's how the life was, bro Like the whole world ran out of toilet paper, my nigga So that's how I was looking at my blinds, bro Like you ain't about to come in my shit Man Bad Man, what um Oh fuck guys. What did what is that what does that do for our generation to have to have a moment, right? Cuz I think we like we tried to we tried to sort of all personalize Columbine, we tried to all personalize 911. Um yeah, 9/11 didn't hit me. I didn't have nobody out there, so I didn't really. So that, and that's and that's the thing. Everybody gets to say that. Yeah. Um now maybe three people and counting that I know have lost somebody to coronavirus now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the, the degrees of separation that existed with the other sort of national tragedies mm-hmm. are completely different this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, what do you think that does for the, for the quote unquote legacy of this, of this time of this period in time? Uh, I mean, if it if it equates or if it lines up to snap us into a some level of a uh, depression. Oh uh, no, we we're there. We're what? Huh? We're we're there. I know, but like we're talking about. I don't know because we was on such a wave as a country of lies, like nigga, oh, where I nothing, see. where nothing was really seeming like how it was actually how it what actually, it actually was. was yeah, yeah. yeah, because if you think about it, at least in like the rental market, mm-hmm. um, complete lies, complete lies. Yeah, but like also it was just like from from all parties. So even people that was renting, where you know people are like scavenging together their ends in order to pay each month and like having to be off a few days or be off a few weeks or whatever at a time, something like this, you know what I mean? Really brings your exact situation to to the forefront. You know what I mean? So I think those type of things, um, stream like streamlining us into a depression. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it's, I think it's to be continued because, this is really going to find, we're really going to find out where everyone's mind is mm. currently. You know what I mean? Like once this shit actually blows over and passes through, what what's left behind? You know mm. what I mean? What Because right now, it, it 
it you don't have to get sick. You know what I mean? Your sickness is in the forefront. You ain't you ain't gotta get sick by a virus, bro. You gonna you gonna get sick by your current state. State, yeah, you know your, I mean? state, your, your financial your current status, status, your current state. What losing homes and, you gonna and find assets out, and shit. You gonna yeah. find a you gonna find a lot find out a lot about uh your employer or um or your loans. Um and maybe that's what I should talk about too. The yeah. degrees of separation and not the people that are just like sick with the virus, but I talked to some cousins back east last night that have been laid off already. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Um, and so I think that's why it's, that's why when you said depression, it's like, no, it's here. Mm-hmm. Because for the country to just, like, to turn off like a light switch, mm-hmm. it's not as bro, simple Vegas as... Vegas turned off. They lights. Yeah. That's, that's different. It's not the equivalent <laughs> of just different. flipping it back on and everything's yeah. back to normal. Like, it's going... Like, the businesses that are having to go under right now file for you know file chapter 11 and all that shit is taking place as we speak um and i think that i think the 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 duality that paints the picture of the band-aid that was on this country Mm -hmm. as it existed is are the optics that exist between the twitter building in san francisco and being in the heart of the tenderloin and what the people that work and occupy that twitter building were stepping over every day Mm -hmm. um Right outside, right outside their window, and again, you're assuming and operating as if this is for as if this is forever. This is a forever thing, and 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 nothing, nothing is going to ever put you in that position and allow you to empathize with those people that are right outside your the the building that you work with mm-hmm. to go, holy fuck! You te- you telling me two weeks of a quarantine, and this could be that could be me. Mm-hmm. Like the degrees of separation for that, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to trying to trying to even grasp and wrap our minds around, you know, a stimulus package and 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 uh, interest rates and and uh, and property value and 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 all and all these different things. Um, as the country just tries to hold on. Mm-hmm. how how impossible it is to get to for some people to even begin to get their thoughts in and around a concept of bouncing back um yeah and that goes back to a conversation you and I had a few weeks ago um about even what it looks like to prepare uh, you you posted it uh the Atlanta quote mm. um um Lakeith's character. Yeah. When the, the, the episode where he conv- he convinces Earn to invest into the dogs and Earn's like, my nigga, where's my money at by the end of the episode? It's like, mm-hmm. man, you said you wanted to make money. You didn't said you needed it right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's the it's the, the idea that that episode is two years old. And that was what they were what Steve and and Donald and, and Yoshi. Well, Atlanta is a great show it's to a watch great right show. now, bro. Like, it's a great show because it talks about a lot of the shit that it, that's going that's taking place right now from from a um, from an economical status point of right. view. And it's a fa- it's a fascinating fucking conversation. Bro, to have. Even it's like trying impossible. even making Justin Bieber black. Even like <laughs> just the, just some of the things that were done throughout there, bro. It's just the like, Teddy Ruxpin episode about Teddy Ruxpin. I'm on that one right now, actually. But have yeah. you? Are you? You're on it as if you I mean you hadn't seen none of that shit. Right? No, no, no. I'm, oh, you just watching it. Again? Watching it yeah. Okay, okay. watching it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Nah, all that stuff is all that stuff is 
is really what the story will be mm-hmm. uh, because it's going to, I think it's going to drastically shift a lot of things Facts. Um, across the board. Facts. Um, which is unfortunate. I mean, it was, I guess it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> that, little, that little piece right there, but. Um, that little glimmer of yeah, we just people had, thinking they was on and they yeah, wasn't on. Yeah. yeah, we just got to get back to the point of like folks being able to spend again. Yeah. Whenever, however long that takes, whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, get back to spending your little ends. Man. You know what I mean? How, um, where you at? Where you got more? You got, because I'm, I'm out. My clip clip is empty, son. Clip empty? Um, yeah, no, nah, I really, because I forgot my topics. Because I was, all right, so we we do these topics every week, right? <laughs> we don't always, like, we, we present it to each other. This is like a little insight on our way of thinking. But... <laughs> When I put my topics down, I always think of it, and it's witty at the moment. Yeah. So the the, the message the message that I put down for myself that's witty as fuck yeah. is something that I do not fucking grasp when we come in here to the pod. You gotta put the tag in. You gotta know, write the tag. I know, I know. I know. I'm learning. That's why when uh when we I, we're working on my own production, got to produce myself better. Shout out to Lodge. Lodge got his submission in late, but he he sent it us. He sent us a congrats. And uh, but I remember watching something and and one of the white comedians was talking about, you know, how how the co-writing space for comedians exists and hitting Lodge was like, yo, did you notice? He was like, yeah, it's like, nigga, can I send you jokes? He was like, send them. Probably not going to use them, but I might, you know. (laughs) And so I just got in the habit of sending him premises. But the deep because it couldn't just be one word. I remember typing it to him. He's like, I don't get this. I was like, fuck, I should do a voice memo so I don't lose the context. Yeah. And it's the same for the show notes, too, because mm-hmm. I'll have a an idea I think is brilliant and forget to write the tag in the parentheses next to it. So that's right. I've got I've gotten better about that. But just this week with everything, with all the planning we did in and around 100th, I didn't I just I just wanted to come on here and talk and fuck. We we almost had which we did. Yeah, we, we did. did. We did. We did. We did an effective job at that. You got any, you got any, any closing thoughts, Lex Bub? I'm still working on my intro tag. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, I'd be like looking in the mirror, holding a brush. <laughs> and I'll be like, this is money. Yo, this is LG. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, why you had to do the, the variation of the voices, though? Because <laughs> I got to make a That was deal. great. Yeah. Still ain't found shit yet. Oh, man. But like you said, you know, it's a process. It's a process. Okay. okay. Nah, this we'll, we'll get it. Happy 100th to you, fellas. Um, happy 100th to the listeners. Thank y'all so much. Um, remember to like, rate, subscribe. Also, the YouTube page, if y'all haven't noticed, is way more active with clips and watching the full episode. So subscribe to the YouTube um, at Monty Draper. There is a Meet the Brave podcast playlist where you can watch everything, Meet the Brave. You can sort of compartmentalize the music, but they exist in the same place. So subscribe to the YouTube page, uh, follow the IG page, and fuck with us. Yes, sir. Another episode of Meet the Brave. We'll see you all next week. Love, love. Yep.